Taylor's Intersection was a chance for me to have a medium where people could talk about the intersection of money and meaning. I've been in sales 16 plus years and I know for the most part it's binary. One, zero, one, zero, one, zero. If you bring in enough money, then you're a good person. If you don't, you're not so much of a good person. The sales world is binary and missing something important that goes beyond meeting quotas. This is how to prevent selling your soul and wasting valuable years of life. But sales can be more than just a money grab. It can be meaningful and enjoyable. And those who can better explain this meaning are not your cookie cutter by the sales book vanilla people. They're my guests. And hope you enjoy the first season. More to come in the second and seasons beyond. Um, these are colorful people and they discuss how they derive fulfillment, meaning, enjoyment, and also what they're bringing to the positive evolution of sales. And it continues to be wonderful. Um, without, uh, without further ado, uh, this is our fourth episode and of sales intersection. And if, if you're not familiar, uh, I know you've, uh, you've, you've been briefed a little bit, but you probably haven't, um, gone to the sales intersection chat rooms. I don't even know if they exist. Um, <laughs> they're, out, they're out there somewhere, right? <laughs> if you find one, so let, me know, let, me know, let me know about it. But it's, um, you know, it, it's to provide a, a medium where my guests and I can discuss uh, where we derive uh, you know, meaning, fulfillment, um, and passion for sales. You know, and, and also include what is a unique value do we bring to the profession to contribute to it evolving in, in a direction that we feel is, is positive. Um, I've been in sales for a long time. And what I didn't like about it is it's, it's all about your numbers. I, I got a lot of color in my personality and I felt, I felt frustrated that, that I was being cornered into a, I was being you know, pushed into a corner where it was black and white. You either, you bring in the revenue, you don't. So uh, at this time in my life, this is a medium where I can show that color, can allow my guests to show that color. I know, I know there's, a, there's a, a lot of personalities in sales, you know. For sure. There's, if, you, if you line up 10 random people and you ask them, you know, what words do they associate with sales? You know, probably the most of them would, it might be negative. But my experience in the sales world um, I've met some of the best human beings that I've, I've ever met. So um, I'm exploring that in this medium, in this podcast, and with guests like you, um, you know, and, and my niche is that I like to think the content the questions are questions and answers that you, you, won't, you won't find internet-wide. Um, so that's, that's kind of how I like to go about uh, how, how I like to go about it. So, Switch um, it up. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So yeah, um, you know, intro talk around this week. Um, you know, uh, George Floyd, coronavirus, COVID. I mean, it's it's a perfect storm, right? For for mm. un unrest, and um, and and people and people are just it's, it's boiling over. Um, you know, and and there might have been a time when you know during the COVID times where maybe I wouldn't have opened up the, a sales meeting, um, a client meeting in a podcast, uh, you know, w was saying anything about what was going on outside of my apartment. But lately I just feel like I don't have to take one side or the other, but I just like to open it up and say, Hey, let's have a, 
human experience here. Are you safe or how do you feel? You know, mm-hmm. um, let's, let's start with that. I, then we can get into you, your career and specifics, but this week, especially, or, or what's, what's to come, what, what are your thoughts on that as a, as a salesperson? Um, you know, is it a, dis, a disservice to them to, to ignore it and act and, and be tone deaf? Um, what should they say? Or, or is it not um, A, B, and C? It's just be yourself and have your own story. So there's, there's so much there, right? So how I see it is the conversations, for the most part, are going to come up. If you're talking to someone that, let's say, is African-American like myself, this is something, again, everyone is saying this from goodwill, but again, perspective here. Asking someone that's African-American right now how you're doing, the answer 100% of the time is going to be terrible. So you already already know that. It's already terrible. It's already looking bad. We, We already know what's happening. So best way that you can start those conversations is, Hey, I know everything that's happening right now is crazy. What can I do to support? What can I do to help? So, you know, I have some mentors that reached out to me. They're, they're white and they're saying, Hey, Morgan, love you. Stay safe. Hope everything's going well. And you know, what I want to say is what can I do to help? How can I support? And that way it it opens me up to telling them what's going on in my head and, and what's going on. And the best way that I would see it is right now, what's happening is you, everyone is walking and we're seeing this person on the side of the street that's bleeding out. And if you saw someone bleeding out on the street, you wouldn't ask them how they're doing. They're bleeding out. So you probably would be like, how can I help you? What can I do? And that's what we have to also do as well in those conversations, because that allows us to seek to understand. And then by understanding, then we can figure out what we can do to support. Maybe it's absolutely nothing. Maybe it's just a call. Maybe it's a text. Maybe it's something that they need you to do. I I don't know. Everybody's different and I can't speak on behalf of everyone, but these are things to think about and to consider as we're going into this environment. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess the bottom line there is, is as long as you're opening up the conversation, making an attempt to, to discuss versus just, you know, family dinners um, and sweeping under the rug and talking about, you know, which industries are, 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 are prime for prospecting. That's for me that I, I, I couldn't go there. So um, I didn't want to make it all about that, but I just felt like it was relevant, you know, for this week. Right. Um, Absolutely. Th- uh, thank you for being on the show. I did want to introduce you a little bit. Um, so Morgan is the director of, of, of execution and evolution at Jay Barrows sales training. Um, focusing on delivering to, to sales development teams to enhance their skill sets and performance. He's also a motivational speaker who has been nominated for uh, TED by SBY. Is that TED? Yeah, TEDx SBY, yeah. <laughs> okay. And yeah, that's TED, right, that's right. TED by UGA. Um, avid fan of, of social media. You are the, uh, what, top five uh, sales leaders to, to follow on LinkedIn a top 25 sales development thought leader by Inside Sales and a LinkedIn top sales voice. Um, you've been featured in Forbes, Sales Hacker, the HubSpot blog, and the Harvard Business Review. And I'm sure after, after this podcast, this will go at the top. <laughs> top um, five. <laughs> top five ever. Um, so, hey, 
lucky for you, I'm just getting into the space. It's a short podcast because I don't expect people to listen to an hour for a new mm-hmm. guy. Um, and there's so many sales oriented, uh, you know, podcasts or, sure. or webinars with, with, with sales content. So, um, I was reading a little bit about you and, and you said that you, you were a bit afraid, um, you know, of, of exhaustly pursuing this path, this path, uh, which includes being a keynote speaker and using your, um, uh, your own foundation to leap forward without caring as much about what people think. I got the, it's probably not exactly how, how you would articulate it, but am I on the right track a little bit? You are. Okay. And, and, and my question is, when did you make the decision to change paths in your career? And, and what were a, a, a few of the things that happened during the process, making it easier for you to follow your heart without the noise being a distraction? Yeah, so for me, I knew as soon as I created content, it would put a target on my back. And that's what happens. When you start creating content, you're in it. It's like <laughs> taking the pill and matrix and now you're in the matrix. Can't get out. And when you start creating content and you start building a brand, you're in it now. You have to create content. People are going to either like you or dislike you. That's why I never wanted to do it in the first place because I knew that was gonna happen. And it's led up to that point. However, what I also had to realize is that it was going to be impactful for others if they heard my voice. And the reason I'm saying that is because I went to a personal branding class online and I was taking it and we were having different conversations about the branding piece, what you can do to build your brand, et cetera. Cause I was just interested in it. It was a topic that I wanted to learn more about. And if I want to learn something, I, I just sign up for classes and I'll go for them, like whatever. And there was a, there was a core herd of people. And we got to the video section and I was like, whatever. Like I, I did never want to create videos. Never want to, never want to, again, build a brand. I was just curious. And the person there was like, you should be creating videos. Like, why aren't you doing that? And I was like, look, I'm trying to be behind the scenes. I don't really want to put myself out there via video. Uh, that's just not me. And the person said this to me and I thought it was incredibly important was, hey, Morgan, look, if you are not creating content, you're being selfish. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, (laughs) like, I don't understand what you're saying. And he said, the reason I'm telling you that is because if you don't speak out and use your voice, there'll be certain people that won't feel impacted to do what they were called to do. And so that really hit home with me. And I was like, man, I need to start going out and creating content. And so from that day forward, I started creating videos and I haven't looked back since then. That's great. That's great, man. Um, have, have you seen the movie Good Will Hunting? I have seen the movie Good Will Hunting. What, what's the first thing that comes to mind? <laughs> well, I mean, there's tons of things that come to mind. But what's the best part about it for you? Um, well, it's, it's just relevant for you. There's, there's a scene where, where um, Will or Matt Damon is, is having coffee with Minnie Driver played but you know she played by Minnie Driver and I'm not, I forget her name in the, in the movie but anyways they're on date three or four and they're having coffee middle of the day she's doing her um, you know oh Kim uh, uh, homework he's he's bugging her because he's like hey let's go to the uh, racetrack and like bet on horses or dogs or whatever 
and she's getting kind of frustrated. She's like, I really have to learn this, you know, but then she, there comes a point where she's like, I really want to know, like, how is it so easy for you? You know? And, and he says, he's like, do you play the piano? And she's like, I, I'm serious. Stop joking around. He's like, no, I'm trying to teach you. Right. He says, he says, uh, Beethoven, Mozart, the greatest, they could just play. I look at a piano and I, and I see a bunch of keys, three pedals and a box of wood. I can't play the piano. I uh, couldn't hit the ball out of Fenway, but when it, com it comes to stuff like organic chemistry, I could just play. It's a fun, it's a fun analogy, but I'm also serious. In, in, but, but, but it's real though. And in, in for you, um, is, is any of that, uh, is, is there an area where you feel that you could just play? And when I say that, I, um, it could be just, hey, this, this, what I have to say right now, I can't keep in a diary or I can't keep on a conversation with my mom on the phone. I, I got to spread this to the world. Or is it, you know, something along the lines of you always, you, you talk about don't Netflix binge, um, you know, uh, Amazon binge or, or learn binge or I, I yeah. forget, forget the exact. Don't, hey, binge growth, not Netflix. That was the beginning of this all. That was my thing. So for me, it's always been videos. I've just been really good at them. Uh, and then over time I got better and better and better. And then that's just something that I just do. Uh, I can naturally just make a lot of videos and hop on live stream. And that a lot of my personality comes out on that. I'm not a, I'm not a great writer. Uh, I'm not, there's a lot of things I'm really not good at, but when it comes to video, I, it just comes on and it's a different type of vibe for me. And that's one of the reasons that that person pushed me to do it because I was able to relay my message completely different on video than, than writing it. And so it's just one of those things that I can do and have been able to get better at over time and taught other people how to get better at it as well. But it is something that is natural to me alongside my energy as well. It's very natural to me. Did you, did you ever do acting or, or, or something where you, that, that... <laughs> so I did acting when I was in middle school and high school. So I was at, I guess elementary school too. I was always the main actor in every play because I had energy and I could remember everything as well. So fun uh, fact. <laughs> and here, here you are again, the best actor on the LinkedIn site. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's me. That's me. Um, I, I might be wrong here, but uh, I mean, you're hard, you're hard uh, to miss on LinkedIn and which is a good thing for me. I've, I've been following you and I, I, I attended a couple of your muffins with Morgan. Um, hey, hey, those are fun, man. Those are those are yeah. my favorite by far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have you have some great tips. Um, by and large, I, I I and correct me if I'm wrong. I I feel like they might be catered more to um, maybe prospecting tips you can share yeah. with your, um, uh, you know, that are more maybe catered to entry level sales or uh, first five years experience. Not not necessarily. You know, I'm I'm I've been head of sales and director mm -hmm. and, 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 and that kind of thing. You did answer my question because I was asking about how to get creative with, with direct mail or sending handwritten notes when we can't send it to their office. And, yeah. we, you know, we got this something. But um, first of all, would you agree with that, that mo most of your thinking and most of your strategizing is going towards that uh, target market? or it's, it's more towards prospecting as a whole. And you know, there are people that I know that are enterprise sellers have a lot of the sales experience and 
they still appreciate the tips. However, I'm, I'm not a person that's going to talk about how to do an enterprise sales cycle that's complex. I'm not the person who's going to tell you how to do cross-sell, upsell. I, I understand those things at a high level. However, where I give out my advice is based on what I've done, which is prospecting into net new accounts. Whether it's enterprise, mid-market, SMB, in EMEA or APAC, that's what I do. I teach people how to prospect for the noise, whatever level that you are in, and, and do that successfully. Uh, because I'm, I'm, I'm willing to try out new things because I'm not afraid of what it will seem like. Because I know if I'm able to do something new that no one's seen before, then that's something that I can do that no one's seen before to get more results than everyone else. And so I focus in on the prospecting efforts to help other people elevate their game as well. Yeah, I got that. And um, what, you know, I, I imagine that, I mean, there's a lot of different characters that are thought leaders on LinkedIn and also yeah. also preaching um, uh, different strategies and what works and what doesn't. And I, I'm not asking you to name names or anything, but um, how often are, do you feel that is antithetical to what you're actually trying, you're all about? You still remain friends, but I mean, um, and, and I don't, I don't want to, you know, put you in a corner and make it all about you, but maybe that you, I mean, uh, you, you co your, your cohorts are in this industry too. Like, um, would you say it's more, it's, it's, it's more of a, uh, like collective agreement or would you say it's actually, um, you know, as, as polarized as, you know, the United States and voting? I would say that when it comes to creating content and putting yourself out there, everyone has different goals. I don't know what everyone's goals are. Some people truly just want to be LinkedIn famous. Yeah. That's fine. I, I can't knock people for what they're trying to do. However, I know what I've done since the beginning. I was one of the very, I was one of the very, oh, the very first people to create content that was a rep that was active in the role. No one else was doing that. And that's what allowed me to, get to the level where I'm at today. Cause I was willing to take the chance on myself and I was willing to bet that this was going to work where I could have been made fun of. I just knew that it's something that was needed to be done. So from my perspective, it's always been about sharing people, sharing with, with people what my journey is and documenting what's happening and showing you actual things that work. So regardless of what anyone might say or see my content now, it's a little bit different. However, I started off, in a role sharing content while still being asked to get results while still putting content out there, which a lot of people may not be asked to do. And so my main focus has, has always been and will continue to be to be an action leader instead of a thought leader. A lot of people can put out posts. A lot of people can put out videos, but very few people can put out content and still consistently get results. And that's the only thing that I care about at the end of the day, which is impact over income. Yeah, and and that's great. I, I don't expect you. You you probably have like a short list, your secret sauce short list hidden in some safe in in your apartment <laughs> that that you're waiting you're waiting till you know the the finale of of uh, a Morgan and Muffins or something like that to tell the whole. <laughs> but, I, I don't. The thing is, I don't. I don't really concern myself about others. No, no, I, I know, I know, but but like you know. But, but here's my here's my perspective for you. It's because. If you do that, that's how you end up crashing. So let's set it up this way. So comparison. When people compare, that's when things start going awry for you. And everyone has been there as a content creator. Like, man, 
Why am I not like this person? Why am I not like this person? It's hard not to do that. What, I've, what I now understand is that, look, I'm here. I'm going to provide this value. If you don't yeah. like me, if you do like me, that's fine. It doesn't yeah. really matter. Whole goal, though, is, is that when you are driving, what happens when you're driving and you start looking at all the other lanes and you don't look what's in front of you? You crash and you hit a car. And that's what a lot of people do when they start creating content. They look at everybody else and all the cars in the other lane when they're not looking straight to make sure they can drive in the right way. So it's about not comparing with other people so you don't hit a car and you crash. It's about what am I doing to make sure that I can impact my community in the right way. And I I stay in my lane as much as possible while still knowing these are the things that I care about at the end of the day. And plus, everyone's on a different journey. Uh, Some people might have tons of experience. I'm only four years out of college. So I can't be over here stressed out comparing to other people when I still have a journey to go on. Yeah. And there, and there's, you know, you're in kind of a different situation. I mean, I, I have bosses to report to. And if, if I decide, you know, this next Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I'm going to, I'm going to really try some, you know, outlandish shit, you know, unless you ask them, right. You're going to be, they're going to look yeah. at you like, come on, man. Um, but, but what do you, I mean, I have my formula, obviously, personalization and there's so many tools out there even the abm space because the dark funnel you know like a, a yep. progressively more and more and i was talking to jay mcbain jay mcbain about this yesterday about uh, there's a transition to marketplaces where they can just you know it's like more e-commerce and a lot of deals are being done without even engaging with a salesperson um yeah. and so for me it depends on 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 the company the role but in general, I like to um, I like to keep it relevant. Not uh, definitely not like call out their their college mascot, you know. Yeah. Go go horns, you know. And I didn't even go. I, I didn't even go to University of Texas, you know. Um, <laughs> um, but but some you know maybe something. Um, it, it's I, I I'm. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm asking you because you deal with probably a lot of people that are more, uh, more volume than um, uh, more. It, 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 the, the, the activity matters more than maybe the, the converts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I mean, I, whereas there's, there's people that, that do hundred calls a day in my company. And then I do, I probably do, you know, 30 or 40, and so, but I really try to have some kind of formulaic way of going about it. Um, and that's, you know, something about a podcast I saw him on or, or something, and, but, you know, relevantly tying it to my value prop. Um, and this week, especially saying, hey, here, here's something you might want to read. There's no call to, believe it or not, there's no call to action in this email. Um, something like that. Cause I, th- I think you can do it yourself a disservice on weeks like this, but um, do you have, do you have like a typical, uh, a, a typical formula? I know Dale Dupree, who's actually going to be on tomorrow. He has the crumpled paper. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if you've seen that. But, I have, I have. Yeah. But, but <laughs> Good old Dale. anything you want to, I mean, at least at a high level or you, feel free to get specific on what you feel is working today. In terms of email or just in general? In, ter- in terms of getting in um, more more on that kind of enterprise, uh, you know, mid-market to that, that jump where you, you, you're starting to go more cerebral sales and less transactional. You know what I mean? So, so 
So you're not using marketing. Uh, you're not making. You're not. You're yeah, not yeah. or HubSpot. You're you're using just you know maybe Yesway or something to check clicks. But you're 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 not really doing mass. You're not doing spraying, correct? This this answer will surprise no one. <laughs> but I've been telling people about it, and it works using video. Okay, so, so you, and and, and I, I've been listening to you. I, I mean, I've been, yeah. I, I'm actually evaluating it right now. Do you think though that that um, it it doesn't matter? Doesn't matter if we're talking about um, software B two B sales. We're talking about uh, connecting with a CMO. We're talking about um, you know at, uh, startups or, or no. And and this is why because I've seen it work across multiple industries. I mean, I've been telling people do this, do this, do this. A lot of people are like hesitant and they think about it a lot and they don't do it. That's fine. But what I've seen is people are responding that are at Walmart, that are the CTO of L'Oreal, that are at startups, that are at mid-market, that are in Australia, that are in Europe. It's working in a lot of different places. Now, you could say that for some people it might it's too conservative and they might not respond to it. I get that. However, now is the time even more to send a video because people are at home and they're yeah. not going anywhere. My answer would be different if we weren't in this situation. I probably wouldn't be saying video, but I got louder about video because people are sitting at home. People aren't communicating with people as much as they used to. They're not commuting. So there's no, there's not a lot of distractions, right? There's a lot of external extractions, right? There's a lot of happening in the world, but there's not a lot of internal distractions, which means that they're not going to meeting to meeting. They're just at their house. The only probably distraction, if we really want to pull it up, would be their kid or their dog or their cat, right? But it's not like they're running meeting to meeting. And so what I'm saying, the video is important is because also you have to take in the fact that how do most of those enterprise deals get done? Well, they have face-to-face -face meetings and they go to events. That's completely off the table now until late 2021, maybe even 2022. So now those big enterprise deals that you're used to doing, or maybe you're a startup and you're looking to get leads, you probably would have gone to an event. You can't do that. So how are you supposed to be able to relate to somebody if you can't go face-to-face? -face? The closest thing that you have is creating a video. Yeah. And so that's why right now a lot more people are evaluating video using videos and getting results and, you know i know people that sell in smb space they're targeting people that are CISOs and cios and they're getting meetings because they're using video now whether you use that video on email or at linkedin that's a whole that's a different conversation and the discretionary of how to go about that but my answer is video right now okay. and taking the 10 30 10 approach that I talk about a lot and making the video less than 90 seconds. Yep. That's what's going to help you penetrate into accounts. And that's what we're seeing right now. That's killing it. And not, and not be too creepy on the video. <laughs> and that's the thing, right? It's, <laughs> it's having a conversation except no one is talking to you. Yeah. Yeah. You're I got talking you. to yourself, right? It's, it's like making a cold call, but they can see you. And cold call, cold call connect rates have gone down dramatically. So what's the next best step? The video is the next cold call, if you will, that I believe will be in. And if you, I think when people overthink the video, that's why they get nervous. They're like, I gotta get really nice. I gotta sh like, just come as a person and deliver that message to that individual and act as if it's a face-to-face -face meeting, except you're sending a video over to them. And that's what I would encourage everyone to be thinking about.
Five, uh, five seconds, little. I just this is a curiosity question. What are your thoughts on calling the, their mobile straight away? You know, because more and more of these Zoom infos or or you know um, Apollos or Lucias or I'm fine with it. You know, nine I've, out I've, one out of ten, you get a how the hell did you get my cell number? You know, but yeah, and then and then the talk track normally around that is hey. I was calling your direct extension line. I know they're in the office right now, but it looks like it went to your mobile phone. I'm super sorry about that. What's the best way to contact you moving forward? Right. Okay. And then, and then from there you move on with the conversation. So yeah, I've, I've had those a lot in my career and I handle them and say, Hey, it is a mobile cell phone number. Thought it was something else. My bad. And then continue to have that conversation with them. Um, and, and one last thing, uh, and, and this could be an opportunity maybe for you, but uh, do you, do you re I, I think when you were talking about this on the Muffins with M Morgan um, Saturday show, don't, you don't recommend doing it for, you, for the first touch, maybe the second one? For video? Video. Yeah. So normally if you do it as a first touch, the rep is going to feel video fatigue. Because if you're just starting out and doing videos, you might do 50 videos and get no response. And then you're like, video's garbage. I don't want to do it. So I tell people, don't come out the gates and just start making a ton of videos because you might not be comfortable yet. So add it as that second or third touch to warm up the prospect so you get more responses, which will make you more confident in doing your videos. Yeah. If you do it as a first touch, you might not get as many responses as you like. You're not going to be as confident. And now you're wondering, what the heck am I doing? Yeah. You're like, I shouldn't have put on that gorilla costume that was, that was too, too much <laughs> for the like, first no we can't do it. <laughs> too much for the first one well hey we we might be evaluating pretty soon I, i'm not sure if you if if you have any kind of loyalty with any one of the um solutions but if if that's something that you do uh to talk to it, it would be a small little thing with just just uh, i'm I'm a, I'm a senior director and then my vp um that could you know because i i i i think i'm gonna try it uh, whether I have to pay for it or not in the next two weeks. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyways, we can talk about that offline. To, um, I want to conclude because I know no one's going to give me an hour. People probably, probably shut off around this time or in the next two minutes. So uh, last two questions for you, uh, Morgan. Um, one is, you know, uh, if you weren't doing this, if, if you weren't following a sales path, and it's, maybe it's more more you know closely in tune uh, attuned to your your hobbies or something like that what what do you see yourself doing or for a career sales doesn't exist in this world i would be a streamer i would be a, a gaming streamer so back in the day <laughs> i've actually got back into it now that i have more time is i was really 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 good at halo 2 and I was playing on MLG level, which is major league gaming. So I played in a couple of tournaments and had some teams that I was on. And so what I would do is I would go back to using my gift of video and then also using my gaming skills and Twitch is a platform that now does that. I would stream video games and I'd create content because I love creating content. I love playing video games. They work together. And that's what I go back. That's what I would go and do if sales didn't exist. Huh. I feel like you'd, need a way to get outside or, or, or do something. People would be like, man, have you seen Morgan lately? He's, <laughs> he's not, he's not looking healthy. He had, like, he hasn't had a, he hasn't, he's not eating muffins anymore. He's just he's, lost his mind. <laughs> yeah. So I would have to have breaks between that, but yeah, I, I love streaming. I love 
having conversations with people. And I love that effect of kind of being an actor in that sense. Um, Because I remember when I did acting back in middle school and high school, I love that too. And live streaming brings that to the fold. That's great, man. That was my background as well. Um, So last question, you know, just like today, today's experience, I, my questions were largely around what I've heard you talking about, what's top of mind, more or less top of mind. But um, I imagine you go through this a lot. What do you wish someone reached out to you and said, hey, can we talk about this? And then you're like, that's, that's a hundred percent aligned with what I want to talk about. You know, there's, there's whatever you want to talk about that new idea that you have when you take a hike, you might talk about it on your next show. And then you have an, you have a podcast about it a month later. Yeah. But, but what, so there's a, there's a lag. What, I mean, you know, what, what content do you wish you're being asked to talk about more on these kind of things right now? how I personally use other industries to strategize my prospecting. Interesting. Can you give just a little, a little tidbit? I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. So some of you are probably wondering, why do I talk about video so much? That isn't, that's not random. So I'll give you a history behind this and then also pull it from a different industry. So the media industry. So during the great depression, do you know which industry spiked up the most? Maybe um, cheap, cheap food that they had to eat. <laughs> uh, oh, probably, oh, it oh, probably oh, was in the top five. It was, I think it was in the top five. So I looked it up. I had a conversation with my friend. He was giving me these facts and I was like blown away. No, one of the number one increase, you know, if we look back, we could, someone could back check me if you want to, was movies because people were trying to get away from their life and they Mm. needed an escapism. So the movie industry ended up growing exponentially because people wanted to get away from their life of either having a job that was difficult and not giving them any money or not having a job at all during the great depression. So a lot more people went to the movies because they were trying to escape. So right now we're going through a depression. So most people are looking for an escape. Your video, when you said it to a prospect, is their escape because you, the, you made the process fun for them. Instead of getting a generic email, a phone call that they normally get, you sent them something that stands out. It's a little bit different. So it gets them more engaged with you. And so I did some further research and I found, okay, sending a video, is that like a movie? So I don't want to send an hour long video. So then I looked up movie trailers and in the industry, what they do is they have their movie trailers around 90 seconds because they found that to be the, the best point of where people yeah. dropped off their attention. And so I, then I took that information and then it was like, okay, that means videos should be less than 90 seconds because most everyone in the world has watched a movie trailer. So when people ask me, does this person watch video? I asked them, has this person watched movies? The answer 99% of the time is gonna be yes. So if you've watched a movie, you already understand about videos which means that a movie trailer is 90 seconds, which means the video prospecting should be 90 seconds. So I just took that, those stats and that history lesson to then be like, yeah, now is the time for video because history repeats itself. Okay. And I don't want to put any brands on the show, but I might, I might hit you up later and ask, 
your you know your your short list of options because I'm 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 ready to pull the trigger on this this yeah, week. Yeah, no, so. absolutely, absolutely. Let me know. Um, hey, uh, we got Morgan uh, Ingram on the show today again. Really appreciate you taking the time. I know it's chaotic times. So it, it might be therapeutic to hang out with me for for a three. You, <laughs> yeah, you, had, you had no yeah. idea what you're getting into. I mean, you're, you're like, I hope this is not awkward, um, right? Um, so hey, I will let you know when I'm going to be posting. But it's uh, I'm on Spotify, I'm on um, Anchor, I'm on YouTube, uh, Facebook, um, you know, Instagram, LinkedIn. Um, so I uh, I will let you know when the final cut is is done. Um, this week is is a is a busy one. I had Jay McBain from Forrester yesterday, you today, and Dale Dupree tomorrow, um, which I'm super excited about. So yeah. um, uh, and I, and I want to make it right for you. So um, I will let you know you know uh, the day I'm going to post it. And cool. um, hey, I wish you uh, wish you the best. Uh, stay safe. And, and keep that positivity, man, because um, a lot of people, they think of it as the weekend and you wake up and you, you, you start working again and, and doing, your, doing your video, man. And, yeah, man. Um, I, I love it. I love, I love the uh, enthusiasm, the positivity, and that's, I think that's exactly what we need right now. So um, it's, a, it's been a pleasure having you on my show. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. All right, Morgan. Take it easy. See ya.